We all heard of Rudolph and his shiny nose. We all know Frosty, who's made out of snow. But all those stories seem kind of lame. And we all know who runs up our holidays. It's currently Disc Golf World Miss Special. Yes, we took the Christ out of Christmas. It's Disc Golf Jesus here. Percy Mc Tinsel Bud and my tinsel machine. As always, with me in studio is Swiss Cheese, whose favorite song is Dominic the Christmas Donkey. And in studio for once, we have JK Disc Golf, or as we call him on the streets, Ralphie. JK, hit him with the plugs. Guys, make sure to rate and review the podcast if you enjoy it. It definitely helps us out. Follow us on Instagram at Jesus Disc Golf, Swiss Cheese DG, JK Disc Golf, and Kirby Disc Golf World. And see your hot takes on Twitter at JK Disc Golf, Swiss underscore DG, and Disc Golf World. To see more Disc Golf content every single day, subscribe to YouTube and hang out for a while at Kirby's Disc Golf World. World. Merry Christmas. This is coming out on Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. Christmas, Eve. Christmas, Eve. Christmas Eve. Eve. So Merry yeah. Christmas to everyone. Merry happy holidays. If you happy, holidays happy holidays to all those others. Yes. I would also like to flex real quick before we go on to jump or anything. Um, I do have back-to-back rounds of aces. Kind of Damn. a big deal. Yeah. Both of us skip, both of us the same disc. Man, if Damn. you just like waited 10 seconds, you could have had me intro that, and you would have looked <laughs> a hell of a lot less really? arrogant. Well, I don't care. <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, man, Jay's got some credit in today's. Back to back, but oh no, now you look like weird, flexy, arrogant, young kid. It's fine. Ace is an ace, right? Like, yeah, an ace and ace, no matter how far. On his sixth try, guys. That was not true. That's <laughs> not try. true. No, 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 it wasn't true. But we do have some signings. We have some disc golf moves going around. And this was one that I was more waiting for and expecting because I really didn't know what was going to happen. Is that Ricky to Westside? No. I really oh, I'm sorry. Know. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. Oh, at city? first it was Ricky to Dynamic, but no. That was like the big rumor was Ricky, now it's Ricky to Westside. I mean, we can go. Let's go there first, actually. Sure. Have you heard any of the rumors? Read about. I heard Ricky? all of them. Let's hear. It all. Heard all of them. Nice. <laughs> there was one point that Ricky was gonna go Dynamic, and uh, which was really just like a friend of a friend of a friend that was like getting yeah. passed around. And, That's why we didn't and talk about then it. what? What Eagles yeah. like? Nah, I'm not letting him come play with me. He's a bitch. Direct quote. Check his Instagram. Um, and then it was, uh, Ricky to Wild Discs, which was just something weird that was going on. I, I didn't think it was anything of it. Yeah. And then I think the last thing I heard was Ricky's going to go, uh, play left field for the Marlins. Nice. I think you got all the nailed except for one. The yes. newest rumor that is being talked about is that he's going to West Side Discs because of some teasing that West Side has been putting out, and probably by the time this drops, it's gonna be like done and over with. It might but, be, yeah. But uh, it's I, probably gonna be like another mid-range release. <laughs> how, how, man, if you're West Side right now and you don't have Ricky sign, and all this is going on after all this like hype video, and it's for like a putter, like I'd be like, man, I'd be like, oh man, we we dropped the ball, guys. <laughs> but. So I mean, but there's like a lot of different speculation that's going around why they don't, why they think Ricky isn't going to stay with. One was not congratulating him right away as he won yes. Player of the Year, and then people have been buying the 2022 Inova's calendars, and Ricky is not in the calendar. What? So that was more of like the defining proof that people are taking with it and kind of running with it. But I mean, if it doesn't happen by the time this podcast comes out, do you think Ricky's staying with Inova or do you think he's leaving? What's your guys' prediction? Ooh. 
Man, I was hard staunch, like he's staying, right? I, I really thought that like locked in, gonna stay, good, nowhere. This is all just rubbish, whatever. I am starting to listen more to the side that this could be a possibility, um, just because he's got the harp, he's got experience with some of these discs, um, and everything along those lines. Obviously, the I think companies are valuing. I will say this. I think companies are really valuing the what a signing can offer as far as with tour series discs and releasing of discs. Um, I think a lot of people are on board with that and kind of get that idea, except for Ignova. <laughs> that might be why this thought process is. But I, long story short, that was me saying a bunch of words. Um, I kind of think he's going. I kind of think he's gone. I don't know if it's going to be Westside, but part of me feels like it's gone. These bridges have been destroyed and can't be mended yeah I, I don't think you can go back from some of this stuff um and everything along those lines so um i kind of feel like he's going to be leaving Nova. what do you think reed uh i think swiss gave a long-winded answer and i if you're going to tell me to bet the field or bet the nova i'm going to bet the field just because of the sheer numbers and i think nova's kind of given up they are at the top. I don't think they see themselves as needing pros anymore. They will always be everybody's first disc bought because they have the market and they're everywhere. So I don't. I think they're going to turn more away from the pros and turn more to um, recreational players and more want to hit that market harder. Don't know how they do that, but that's interesting. What I think they should start doing. I feel like right now Ricky is what Nova's got and what they're holding on to. So I really don't think he's leaving. I said for a long time I didn't think he was going to leave. For a second, I was like, maybe. I, I could see it. But now I'm, I'm kind of sticking with he's going to stay. I think he's going to be ride or die with Nova for a little That's bit. That's a really well-split, diverse answers out of the world. We don't get that often no. where we kind of disagree. I will say, man, I think Nova needs to get some, I don't want to say new blood, but they got to get some other people in there. Dude, okay, kind of can we can we sit back and realize what they they lost Paul McBeth out of what seems to be nowhere. Yeah. Then they lost James Conrad and seems like it was out of nowhere. They just dropped the ball on so many guys. They don't know what to do with so much talent. And the same thing's gonna happen to I mean Andrew Marr leading out. Same thing's yeah. gonna happen to Calvin Heimberg. You really think that Calvin Heimberg should ride or die with Inova? I think he should get out there as soon as he can. Yeah, man. If, They've done nothing for their players, it seems like. If Inova's not throwing it behind Disc production and things of that nature and all that. And, and like like we alluded to other times, we talked about disc releases, everything. Like this, they're so far behind all these other companies, and yet they're the largest. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, granted, you got like McDonald's and all that. They're still popping out commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're still presenting their product, as, yeah. even though as big as they are. And for whatever reason, Innova's not there. I just think they need to get up with the times, up with leadership, up with... A new thought process is just my hopes, because um, I think they've they're been there. They will always be there, but I would Do you hate think to if, see if Inova made Star Grooves, they would all stay? No. No? Damn. No. I think that could be, like, the one factor that brings everyone back in. That'd be dope. Mm -hmm. But I talked about a guy that Inova uh, actually did lose. Uh, Andrew Marweed is signing with DGA, which I kind of expected a little bit, or unexpected. Uh, I think out of all the companies, I would have thought more of a trilogy company. I thought he would have kind of went with Gavin Rathbun's route. They could have been like 
they seem like a good duo and they could ride it out. But I think the the good thing about DGA for Marwi now is he gets to be a face, or maybe we get to see him start to build around becoming a face because DGA just lost Matt Bell, who was really their only player it seemed like before. Yeah, man. The, as far as getting a youth and a possible young talent, Marwi's up there, man. The guy had a very productive year this year. Um, and is one of those growing youth players that are kind of making it to the next level, getting their name known. Um, what did we cover? I think we had four top five finishes, six top ten finishes, um, seven wins, granted B tiers, but still seven years on a win on tacking that. Um, you had second at Ida Wild. You know what I mean? We, he had some very big finishes and was up there. And getting your name out there, um, hell of a signing for DGA. Just having that player caliber – um, and skill being able to represent your company, get your name out there that much further, um, I think is a good thing. And as far as it going from Marweed to Bell, I think it's a good transition. I think Marweed's going to get a little bit more on those final cards, um, a little bit more on those, um, and things of that nature, just get his face out. Matt Bell's always going to be a mainstay in this in disc golf, um, but marwee has got a little bit higher ceiling on the next year and the, as far as this contract, in my opinion. And I'm excited for it. Marwee's awesome, man. He's, he's slowly gaining up there as one of my favorites yeah. um, in the disc golf community. Well, speaking about Matt Bell, him and Cole Redland are also signed with the new, not maybe not new anymore, but the EV7, the putter company. So they'll be working with them, and that's good for Matt Bell, especially since he's known for his putting, especially his circle two putt. And it's just kind of revolutionizing their brand by only being putters, which – I don't like. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of this. I, I just don't understand why you only surround yourself with a putter because I think it's the easiest disc to replace in any professional disc golfer's bag. And why would you risk a full contract for another company to just rock with a putter where they probably have three similar molds to the same disc? No, that's... Yeah. I don't know. The specialty of it, it kind of makes me like it. Like, I think that's kind of cool. Because then, cause then if it's just... You can just make it... They can just alter it to customize to you. Like if I, if a person's only doing putters, that's what I'm thinking they're fucking doing. So like, man, we're gonna customize it to you. They like got their pros, like dude, man, and for them being as you young as they are, the hype machine around those putters. Super you know what right. I mean? I haven't really given it that much of a shot. Um, they're expanding, so obviously yeah, it's working. Absolutely, it also helps when Drew Gibson's hitting hundred footers four times in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That definitely kind of helps get your name out there, gets gets your face along those lines. But good for them to, to be able to grow and sign and sponsor three players while only producing two discs, right? I think or yeah. a disc. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have the the Penrose and the Five. Yeah, man, that's just wild, awesome. That, man, that's that's just this. This is kind of the stuff where you're kind of visually seeing. Um, where disc golf has gone in the last three to five years or two to three years um, and the growth that we're doing. When you have companies where they're doing exclusive putter lines, they're doing this, and this is kind of the neat thing. Um, and it's only going to get bigger, and that's what's exciting. What's the company called? EV7. EV7, i got to remember that. Professionalize. Because if I would have known that, maybe my <laughs> motherfucker would have been sp- had a putter sponsored by them. Okay. Damn. Nice. I don't know. I do really realistically see them sticking around being a long-term company competing with uh, the other brands. Yeah, but you don't, like, and they're, like, the only company that could do that now. 
Because you know, no company's like, I'm just gonna make. But what if they, I'll tell you what. I'm I, just gonna make drivers. I, no company's just gonna make mid ranges. They can make some good mid ranges though. Time out. Go mid ranges. Is not Gateway. No, they're not. They're more than a putter company. I'm pretty sure that was a slogan of theirs at one point. Was like, we're more than a putter company. <laughs> if that is their slogan, it, but if but for the most part, be. that company's in the game because of two putters. Which two and is? still and Are still. Are you gonna say Voodoo's one of them? Wizard is one. No, Wizard is one of them. And Voodoo, no. Is it, no, no one else is putting uh, the Voodoo on a pedestal as you guys are, and I'm included. Us. Okay, but the Wizard's easily up there in the top five of putters always. No, yeah, hundred percent. And if they're doing it and hanging Wizard. around what they're doing, why couldn't EV? You know what I mean? And who does Gateway sponsor? Yeah. And Gateway has more than <laughs> just putter. No, yeah, I, Gateway's more than a putter company. Yes, I, I absolutely understand. They make more discs, but I and I don't have their books, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say the bulk of what they're selling is Wizards. I guarantee you that has got to be close to 50% of their, Whoa. their sales. 50%? Dude, all right, man. First of which, yes, they make other discs, but they don't have many. They really don't have that great of a long line as far as they got. Yeah, enough. Yeah, Alright, man. Well, I just want to point we'll out... We'll agree to disagree. I, I so, just, what I do you guys are agreeing with this? I just want to point out that we have one wizard and we have like six voodoos. Yeah, but no one else does voodoos like you guys do voodoos, man. Yeah, but man, everybody's... Man, I would say no, I damn don't, near... I, I don't agree. Dude, uh, are you telling me... I would say right now, damn near just players who have played, who have held a putter in their hand... Yeah. Damn near 70% of them have has putt with a wizard. Oh, shit. No fucking At way. way. No, no way. That's just a fucking bold fucking... 70% of them are just I want to know what? I think you could say AVR might be 70%. I think AVR would be more because it's in all the starter packs. Like, you get yeah, it more. I, th- I think AVR would be more. Like... Okay. It's 70% of all disc golfers. That's I was crazy. really trying to help Gateway. It's like but. 70% like 70% of all disc golfers probably through through a beast. Is a wizard not a top five, if not top three no, it putter? Is. It is. As it far is. as sales and everything along those lines. I'm not arguing the wizard. I'm arguing the voodoo. But this just proves my point that pet, that EV... EV7 could do it more if if, if Wizard could if Gateway could do it I think we all agree that EV7 could do it more I think you're just arguing for the sake of arguing but it woo alright and then that's gonna leave us off into drink doubles are we really doing drink doubles first and now we're heading off to personify that cause Reed just vetoed the shit I, I, out I of you I just didn't know how we were doing it <laughs> no we're going <laughs> We're live, man. We're fucking. <laughs> oh, we're not personifying. Oh, we're doing a professionalized. All right, professionalized. Have yourself a merry professionalized Christmas card. Let your heart decide. This is professionalized. That where we take some character ranging from mascots to Scooby Doo to something else. We're gonna probably do, um, and we make put them in the universe. We make a professional, give them a little backstory. And see uh, how he's going to do. We decided to do Christmas characters. One of us did Santa Claus. One of us did Rudolph. And uh, one of us did Frosty. So I think we should start off with the big man himself. Old Saint Nick. JK, what's he throwing? 
Santa Claus, or as his elves call him, Santa Putts, because all this man does is putt, which is kind of fucked up because the elves are basically slaves, but in the disco community, we look past backgrounds like that, I guess. Santa Claus is rocking Thought Space Athletics to get the dopest stamps in the North Pole, but the real reason he did this was to be able to throw an open bag because he likes variety, and he doesn't like to be held down. He also has a sponsorship with Loft Discs to putt with the Hydrogen, which he has a tour series called The Kringle, which features a plate of cookies and milk. Santa is a regional player sticking to colder temperatures so he has less competition in the new freeze tour by the DGPT. He's a six-time below 30 degree world champion and he's not done yet. He refuses to go play against anyone on the tour because he thinks they have a disgrace. The, the history of this forge, which looking back at the slaves part, is kind of a little concerning. Finally, Santa is focusing on his ability to coach after his prime time is over and go carry on his legacy, at, the legacy that Cold Disc Golf has that he thinks is so underappreciated and wants to stamp his name in their legacy. Santa Claus. That's an interesting, like... I told you, I took Santa Claus weird. I that was, that. I would have, like, uh, I would have maybe, like, gone, like, Vibram or, like, something really old. Because, man, like, right. he loves his fucking, like, toy trains, wood trains. Because of what he just went off, I'm going to ch maybe change my guy up a little bit, too. Uh, I got Frosty. Frosty the snowman is a jolly happy dude with a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Frosty the snowman is a fairy tale we say, but he's made of snow and the children know to be throwing a Nova all day. Frosty is signed with a Nova and he's playing that bullshit whatever fucking league he just said, dominating, <laughs> fucking dominating that fucking league. But originally he's just a YouTube star. He can't play in the fucking regular league because he's melting and he'd be snowing. So he's fucking, he's a YouTube star, has people come over and play his little fucking frosted course and dominating, throwing fucking over lakes and shit while frozen. But, and Nova's like, hey, notice one thing, he's throwing only blizzards. Because he has stick arms and he's made of snow, so he can't get much back. So he's throwing only blizzards. So fucking Nova's like, you want to know what? We can't sell any more any blizzards anyway, so fucking why don't we just call them Frosties and fucking let's bake on it. So he's throwing, of course, the beast, the wraith, the katana, the destroyer, the ape, the boss, the turn, all fucking in Nova shit. He actually has a blizzard putter called the top hat, signature thing. Signature stamp is, of course, just the top hat and the pipe. That's it. And he has one of his face, which is kind of a little cool, but not really. Um, he also has a signature blizzard mid-range called the magic. Frosty the Snowman, man. Dominating the world of disc golf. Hey, have we hit, like, the cap of songs, or we can, can we expect some more? Probably. Oh, <laughs> also, he does have a Rovic, but it's a special Rovic with fucking skis. Oh, it's got, like, snow tires? And no, it has fucking skis. Yeah, but it's all skis? Like, it's all yeah, cause three he's playing of them? In the, yeah, he's playing in the fucking middle of winter, so he's just fucking... Whoop, whoop. So. Under league, man. Under league, under league. I didn't know that was a thing because I don't reference that in mind. We don't communicate well enough. Um, I'm going to go with Rudolph, and I didn't have much of a choice. I got stuck with Rudolph because the fucking the ranger doesn't really have any arms or legs, but I'm going to learn you something here. So Rudolph is not only famous for his skinny nose or saving Christmas, but in Sweden and the North Pole, he is just as well known for his disc golf game. What many of you don't know is those reindeer games – are that you heard of in all the songs is actually mm -hmm. disc golf. I know crazy, right? Bananas. <laughs> um, 
Since Rudolph was a calf, he only wanted to be accepted by the pack, but due to a birth defect and the fact that Santa's reindeer are all dicks, Rudolph set, faced segregation, bullying, harassment, and physical abuse. And from that point on, Rudolph told himself he would never be a victim again and vowed to be the best reindeer disc golfer. Um, so, took a he brought a, Rudolph bought a bunch of creatine, and a ton of discs, hit the course and the gym with the determination and the grit, his skill grew to the level of to deserve a sponsorship. This Swedish company quickly scooped him up. It made sense. Not only does Sweden have the highest reindeer population, but it's also where Rudolph threw during the summer. And the plastic is just the best. Period. Rudolph's turbo putting with his goddamn antlers with the Rico. He's approaching everything with the Berg. He loves it because he can get a nice little tooth grip right on that little thumb track, hitting all the approaches on that. Carves with the Falk and gets as much flight out of the Grim as Santa's sleigh. Um, and in fact, we can thank Rudolph for all the cast of Plast lovers. It's because of Rudolph that we're going to get the yarn, the super overstable approach. We're all really excited about it, but he's the one that kind of orchestrated it. Rudolph. Bang. Christmas. <laughs> but now it's going to head us off into the infamous Dream Doubles. You okay with that, Reed? I'm sorry. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're on the right path there. All right, cool. Well, I, we, we didn't have a discussion about how we were doing it, so I didn't So, um, oh, holy night, there's something, something, something. It is the night with... Christmas trees and pie. Jesus was born, so they make movies. Thank you, Jesus, for being born. Because we get to do a special IMDb Dream Doubles, where we usually choose pick actors, but guess what? We're picking Christmas movies, and we're gonna find our worst disc golf partner. We're gonna find our best disc golf partner. We're gonna find who we want to beat, but guess what? We're taking the beat and sticking it in the middle. So, Swiss, who is the worst disc golf partner from a Christmas movie? My worst is Ralphie from A Christmas Story. I know he might be endearing to many, but for the purpose of this segment, let's be real for a second. Ralphie Parker is a Chicagoland-based, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, brown-nosing, whiny, disrespectful, foul mouth who has a firearm obsession with violent tendencies who pesters Santa to solve all his life problems. First, he would only show up if he was triple dog dared to, and his heart would never really be into it. And he would only talk about little orphan Annie, BB guns, and his father's lamp the entire time. Let's take a brief moment and imagine Ralphie throwing. Absolutely hilarious also. This kid would suck. <laughs> Ralphie is my worst. All right, to start, this guy doesn't call it Christmas. He just calls it Saturday. <laughs> yes! All right. I won that bet. Okay. <laughs> Isaac from the night before, my favorite Christmas movie, I would like to add. Isaac would be the worst disc golfer because he would be mowing down on the drug box and he couldn't even throw a disc. He couldn't even sit during church without panicking. Think what's going to happen to him when he's facing a 25-foot death putt. He's going to absolutely choke. Not only that, but I gotta worry about him sending a dick pic the entire round. Yes, I said dick pic in a Christmas movie. <laughs> Definitely check it out. But worst of all, I would have to constantly remind him that he doesn't look weird, but in reality, looks stoned out of his mind. Isaac, he may have the best movie, but he'd be the worst disc golfer. Never seen it. You should see it. 
Uh, mine. Worst disc golf partner. Curtis the Elf from Santa Claus 2 and 3 would be the worst partner. First of all, he's an elf, so he's fucking childlike. So that's going to make him a bad disc golf partner. Second of all, he'd be calling all the footballs. All the fucking rules that we don't even know our rules would be calling all that shit on everybody. He cares about the... He's the one that has the book and reading the book while people are throwing. Read the fucking rule book while people are throwing. No drinking, no smoking, weed or otherwise. He'd just be a massive fucking put down. And he would be a terrible disc golfer. So why am I going to bring, bring a massive put down and be a bad disc golfer? Man, if he was going to be a good disc golfer, I'd be like, you want know what? Maybe I'll pick him with the... But, but, but no. His abilities... And he's fucking Rusty Durrit. If you know, you know. And if you don't, go home. I'm going to leave. Right. <laughs> I got to go as well, I guess. <laughs> he's just an asshole. And he's not a good disc golfer. Oh, there you go. Sorry. Uh, JK, you want to start it off? I will. Who we want to beat? All right. This was the easiest oh. choice of my life. I've had an internal hatred for this character from the first time I saw him in class during a holiday party at school. Know-it-all from the Polar Express. And you might want to know his name, but his name is actually Know-it-all. It's almost as bad as the animation of this movie. But could you imagine hearing this dude in your ear all around, measuring every putt to make sure you can jump putt it, seeing if there's any OB nearby, asking for your score on a casual round? It would be an awful round, but it would be worth it to step on his throat after all and end my suffering from this annoying ass. Fuck it, Know-it-all, and fuck Polar Express. Alright. Another movie I haven't seen. But Tom Hanks is in it. You've never seen The Polar Express? No, that, that's after my time. Alright. Fuck that shit. My beat comes from the classic A Christmas Carol. I'm taking down that selfish, pompous ass, fucking Tiny Tim. That little fucker and his crush need to be taken down a motherfucking peg. And it'd be an easy dope. This motherfucker would be throwing only DX. He'd be a little bitch. Fuck Tiny Tim. But seriously, guys, give me fucking one of the three ghosts just for the fucking sheer clout. Fucking, I beat a motherfucking Christmas past. The only one I'd be worried about is fucking Christmas future. But guess what? I really don't throw on Christmas. So guess what? He ain't gonna know shit. And then, you wanna know what? Fuck that. Go give me Scrooge. Fucking beat him with all these fucking Sky God 3s and Cloudbreaker 8s and fucking... The Rainmaker, all that bullshit he'd be throwing, I'd be dominating his ass because he's old and decrepit. <laughs> Fuck Christmas Carol. Only good one is the fucking Muppets. Everybody else could suck my dick. The funny thing is I told Quinn to do the Muppets Christmas Carol because it's the superior Christmas Carol. Those are some awfully like hard fucks. Like I think you really might have offended some people <laughs> with how hard and aggressive those fucks were. <laughs> Um, if you gotta, you gotta tag the classics, man. You gotta make sure they know. Fucking, <laughs> it's cold outside. It's about rape, guys. It's about date rape. It's taking Fucking a weird turn. Jingle in the Jungle is racist. You gotta let them know. Christmas song, but that's future segment. So, no, it's not future anymore. We're in the presents. Okay, fucking, going right, go with the presents. Fucking right here. They hit, hit it with a. <laughs> With our, I don't know if I can follow date rape. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Got it, got it. I'm, 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 that's a little Dude, tiny. it was a song in the 90s. You can follow it. Come on. <laughs> My beat is Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Don't go trying to tell me about Home Alone 2. I don't want to hear that. Don't at me. Period. But let's go into why. 
Kevin is a Chicago land, blonde haired, blue eyed, brown nosing, disrespectful, foul mouthed, firearm obsessed, extremely violent, who pester standard to solve his life problems. Kevin is a fucking sociopath who truly is one of the most demented fucking characters created ever. With so many sensible, reasonable solutions to be left alone, this kid instead chose lies, deceit, debauchery, and violence. And despite all that, the kid not only gets off, but is portrayed as a fucking hero the entire life. Kevin McAllister. Ralphie is actually Kevin McAllister's dad, and it really makes sense if you put it all together. Kevin McAllister is actually the guy from Saw, with Jigsaw. Well, that's future, but I mean, he had a father, and that's where I'm going with it. Fun fact. You want to another fun fact? Um, Kevin McAllister, the mob movie that he watches, is actually a fake movie. And it's also in Detective Pikachu. Boom. Just a wealth of fucking knowledge. All right, my best. My best gets a lot of fucking flack. And he just hates people. And you know what? I hate people, so let me get along. Um, the Grinch would be the best disc golf partner. He'd be like Nico LaCastro and Garrett Gerthy mixed up. Bombs like Garrett Gerthy, personality of LaCastro, putting style of LaCastro. Just be fucking methodical when it came to putts, but be banging them in all day. Fucking bombing shit like Gerthy. Doesn't want to be fucking talked to. Leave me alone, LaCastro style. Uh, all he does is putt up top of his fucking hill or mountain, whatever it's called. And so he's automatic from circle one and if he's fucking jump putting. But if he's not jump putting, he's a little bitch. But again, and he gets flagged because he just hates people. And guess what? I'm part of that club. The Grinch be the best disc golf. There's player. no way the Grinch would be good at disc golf. <laughs> You're There's wrong. zero chance of fucking. Dude, he has fucking long ass arms and he has a fucking big upper body and fucking big ass legs. That motherfucker would be bombing frisbees. Nah, dude's shaped like a pear with no legs. Dude, he's like Garrett Gerthy. <laughs> he's like he's like Garrett. Like like you fucking and we don't know which fucking you don't know which Grinch I'm talking about. I'm talking Sorry. about. Fucking Grinch, the next one that comes out. Yeah. The future Grinch, the one that I make after I make fucking Lord of the Flies. Hey, anybody that's doing movies, guys, make Lord of the Flies. Come on. Cool. You want to run your best now, Swiss? Sure. Deep down, those who watch regularly know one of our smart ass would go there. And I'm going to be that motherfucking cowboy, Yippee Kai A motherfuckers. John McClane from Die Hard is my best. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I don't want to hear otherwise. Uh, McClane is easily the most physically gifted of all Christmas characters. This crazy fuck takes down fucking German terrorists, for fuck's sakes, in a day goatee and without shoes. Apart from physical tools, he has the grit the grit. And to win at all costs. That, and he's also a quality partner. Him and Sergeant Powell, for never meeting, were great together. Sounds like a great random disc golf partner, right? Done. McLean. There you go. It's a Christmas movie. Away. It's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Neither is Home Alone. But, my best, clearly the best would be the snowball slinging, maple syrup on a spaghetti eating, Buddy the Elf. 
He would have no cares in the world, which would be his best attribute on the course, being level-headed no matter the situation. But don't get me wrong, he still throws sidearm like it's nothing, whipping them like it's no nothing, dropping in putts better than Santa dropping down chimneys. Buddy the Elf, the best disc golfer. Partner. Partner. We're a good team. Party is a quality answer. Mm. Quality answer. Uh, you want to uh, hit him with some, some putting puzzlers, Red? Sure. Mm. <laughs> that was a good save because I was really worried about what was about to come out of Reed's mouth there for a quick second. No, um, we're good. Okay. Like let's get some Christmas much. ones going. Yeah. So, of course, let's do best Christmas song. Can we just first discuss when is the appropriate time to start playing Christmas music? Whenever you want. Nah. If it's before December 1st, nah. Um, wow, man, you went like so far, like later than what most people are willing. Yeah, to it's say. after things. It's like after moment. Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. After Thanksgiving. Okay, but I've I've also heard people say it's after Halloween. That's no. way too early. No, no, yeah. After Thanksgiving, when the Christmas tree goes up, usually. You do you, man. Whatever makes you happy. Yeah, if you want to do Christmas nah. music in July, I'm gonna fuck. But best Christmas song, um, just jumping off my head, um. Christmas shoes, um, Chrissy the Christmas mouse, uh, Dominic, Dominic the no. donkey. <laughs> None of these. I've never heard any of these songs. None of these. All right, well, Christmas shoes is actually my wife's favorite one, and it's fucking depressing. It's about Shocking. this girl. So why would you say it then? It's about this because it's it's a weird one because it's about this girl that buys shoes and it's uh and she's like. I hope I buy shoes before my mom meets Jesus. And that's the song. Nice. <laughs> Fucked up song. Christmas. Um, and then Jingle in the Jungle is a really racist one, if you ever want to watch it. Bob's Burgers references it. Um, I, I think I'm more like a Rudolph guy. You're Rudolph? I'm, I'm a big Rudolph guy. Dude, I'm telling you, you think Rudolph's good? Dominic, the Italian donkey. Fucking... It's ten times better than Rudolph, guys. Okay. I'm not joking. There's only, there's really only one answer. After that's, this podcast, that's the fucking chipmunks. Chipmunks. That's the fucking chipmunks. That's pretty good. Um, Everybody wants a fucking hula hoop. Oh, you want to know what? Hula hoop. Hey, I know, you want to know what? Guys, I next time, fucking stop this. I'm going to give a fucking PSA. Next time, any of you guys are at a fucking bar, and they have that fucking stupid, like, play songs, kiosk, whatever thing... Play fucking chipmunks three times in a row and just fucking observe the chaos that's about to happen at that bar. Well worth it every fucking time I go to a bar, I'm playing chipmunks three times in a row. Done. There you go. There you go. Write that down. Um, what I was going to say now, you asshole. Good. Because it, pro it was probably was weird. Do you no, oh, or, yes. Or involved no, a fucking I, I song. Do you want to know singing. what the best, disc, uh, uh, best Christmas song is? 12 Days of Discmas by J.K. Disco. That's gas. Check it out on YouTube. That's gas. <laughs> Good one. Nice. Yeah, we don't need to watch that. That should be taken off the internet. But no, I, I, I think I, com I commented one time because someone's like, I commented before he deletes it, and I was like, I'm never going to delete this, so I'm sticking true to that. Who sings worse, J.K. or the Jesus? The Jesus sings beautifully. No. All right. Best Christmas movie, and we can argue... I, you want to know what? I can see the argument for Die Hard not being a Christmas movie, but I'm sorry. The argument for Home Alone. Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. Home Alone's a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie. What's your definition of a Christmas movie, then? It's about Christmas. It's not like on Christmas. 
So Gremlins is in the Christmas movie. No. Christmas is my favorite Christmas movie. Christmas movie. I like the night before. You, I mentioned it. You are right, man. I'm, do we need to take that away from you? Because you've yeah. been... All, <laughs> just check it. What's your, what's your favorite Christmas movie, Swiss? Um... Man, hold on. We're not going to gloss over that the fucking emo fucker here said the Nightmare Before Christmas is his favorite Christmas movie. I did? No, you did. No, the night before. The, oh, the night, night before. before. Night, yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say the movie. I thought you said the nightmare before Christmas. No. I was like, no, man. No. You're a, fat, fat, you're a fat goth bitch. Yeah, okay. And. <laughs> Read. <laughs> All right, what's your favorite Christmas movie? This is the guy who's last Christmas And movie. I don't think he would say nightmare before Christmas when he uses that. It's not set. It's only set during Christmas. So I don't think no, a lot, I a lot think of people argue that's not a Christmas movie too. Do you think that's a Christmas movie? I'd have to bring back like You'd have morals to. and like really dive in deep into this because okay. I can't give a defi- definite answer at what the moment. Douche. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I really don't have. I mean, I guess. To be fair, Quinn is a Grinch. Yeah, I hate Christmas. I'm not a fan of the Christmas in general. I just I'm over it. I've always been over it. Of course we do. Christmas is very different. Um, but Christmas Story is up there. National Lampoon's Christmas is up there. <laughs> Those are the ones that I'm going to kind of go with. Those are mine. All right. What are you hoping for for Christmas? I got some podcast stuff coming. So obviously I guess we got, we got some of that to help improve some quality. I didn't see what you have coming. I asked what you hope for. No, I know it's coming because I said this is all I want. Uh, yeah. I tried that too, but my wife will always throw a random. I am hoping for, if I was going disc golf related, I'm hoping for a new Mamba. What about you, Reed? <laughs> oh, Peace uh, on <laughs> earth and good words towards men. Gotcha. Nice. <laughs> you have any more Christmas puzzlers? Which Christmas setting would you most want to play disc golf in? Movie setting. Christmas Carol. Muppets. Christmas Carol. Now nah, I'm going straight old claymation. The old claymation stands. Oh no! Nightmare Before Christmas. Do I get to play both? Do I get to play Christmas and Halloween? Cause I, I'm just thinking of fucking Kingdom Hearts, and that'd be dope. <laughs> Bam. I would say no, but no. Oh yeah, I'd say just the Christmas. All right, we can round round that back this podcast up with. I have two disc golf questions about the. Ooh. Some more things. So, who do you guys think is going to be a better face for the company, Gavin Rathbun or Andrew Marweed? By. Gavin Rathbun. Yeah, Gavin Rathbun. I picked him to do something this year. So, I'm not. I'm talking more. I think he fits well with that company and what DD is and who they want to be and who they want to represent. I agree. And I think um, I wouldn't be surprised he gets along with Clemens and the rest of the crew over there and really kind of gets settled in there. So yeah, I'm gonna go Rathbun. Yeah, I think Rathbun. Man, after watching 
Andrew Marweed's ceiling or not even get, getting to his ceiling at the end of last season. If he can continue that, he could do some big things for DGA and maybe get a little bit more DGA fans. But as of right now, I think I'm going to ride Gavin Rathbun because I agree. I think he's going to do something crazy, hopefully this season. I think like Marweed's more similar to like the Heimberg-esque where he's going to let his gameplay talk yeah. for the discs. Well, Rathbone could possibly be more of a personality and things of that nature and help out that company in that way. So that's where I'm at. I'm just going to go pure that. Yeah, 100%. And then my last one is, who do you guys think is the face of EV7? Because Drew Gibson is supposedly the face right now. Yeah. I don't know if you know that, but like, Drew Gibson is not that good at putting. Relative <laughs> to other, relative to Matt Bell, Rel- relative to Cole Redland, the two other people. I, I think the face is still the face. No matter, it doesn't matter how he. He plays. was the first, and he has a lifetime contract. How is it not Drew Gibson? His lifetime contract with Infinite. Oh, sorry. And he has Touché. the name. I just noticed I don't have that spit guard thing. I kind of should have left out. No, you're fine. Right. So you're still rocking the Drew Gibson. Is so, the face yes. and will be the face. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, Dude, he hit like four hundred. Dude, that was, okay, but you're, <laughs> you're telling bananas. me you're telling me that he is a better putter than Matt Bell. That doesn't matter. Mm. That doesn't just because the face doesn't always mean you're the best disc golfer. And it, I mean, best, if you're representing your company as like the best putters in the world, if you're representing your company, it's also having the most eyes when you're putting on you. And I think he's got more eyes on him at times than Matt Bell at this point. Oh, yeah, at this point in time. Yeah, so that he's still the face. If he's going to be out there. Because many times as Drew Gibson makes 100-footers, how many times does he miss circle one putts? He's not using the EV putter for that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I have no idea his percentage, but I don't think it's... Mm. Dude, he misses some putts. Okay, I'm sorry that he misses putts, but he's still the face. It's the face. I know, it just, it just yeah. doesn't look good when your, your face Okay, is well, maybe you should contact that company, but nah, I, can, I, I can much. be your face. I don't care about much. I can yeah. be the face of your putting. Well, no, Drew Gibson is definitely a better putter than I am. Well, maybe you <laughs> can. Maybe if you get the custom putter, maybe you... Maybe, maybe I need to more, morph it to what I need. Well, All right, that's going to wrap up the Kirby Disc Golf World Christmas special, I guess you say, or just... Miss next, special. Miss Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas. Is it Miss? Mas? Mas? Chris Mas? Us. Either way, that's going to wrap it up. Hopefully, we see you guys in the next one.